Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course, my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years Years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menounos. Hello, Better Together with Maria Menounos fans. Uh, Probably sick of hearing me say this, but... (laughs) Yeah, it's me, Mr. Marie Menounos. No, we're not sick of it. We no. love you. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they do. Subbing in for my beautiful and talented wife and bringing you part two of one of, the, I think, the more amazing interviews we've ever done with uh, Nick Santanastasso, um, someone who was born with um, one arm and uh, no legs and, uh, you know, uh, prognosis that wasn't going to keep him here very long, so allegedly. And then parents who were like, "No, we're not having that," and uh, and his will and heart being like, "No, we're not having that." And I think what to me started out as an interview where I I assumed we would you know hear his journey and then uh, be inspired just by the journey. And by the way, I couldn't help but be inspired by the journey, and I don't think. I don't know, Kelsey, you would disagree with that. Oh, my. His his journey is like enough alone. And then he has all these other things. Then, and you're like, oh, yeah. my God. But then he starts dropping. He's a wealth of, yeah. He, Xavier Dagba. Yes. And, you know, Tony Robbins type of knowledge, Lessons gems, and, mm-hmm. tools, practical tools yeah. you can put to use. I mean, this 
is quite the 25 year old man um, really special and in this part we talk about the pandemic and how to come out of the pandemic and be your best self with some s real practical advice mm -hmm. um, to apply and uh, and you know this is someone who is still dealing with tragedy too I mean it's not um, like he's conquered everything I mean he just he lost a brother during the pandemic and uh, who's and a young like man the brother who he looked up to who yeah. got him into wrestling who yeah so you know it's uh it's it's continuing for him so lots just of gems and i i don't know i i'm hard pressed to think uh, of a of a better guest honestly that we've ever had so yeah. please um tune in have your notebooks open mm. and now uh, as we bring you part two of our interview with nick uh sent sent with this pandemic um yeah i think that this is uh a challenging time how how is it i mean how has it affected you and then what advice can you give us that are in yeah. the middle of all this yeah absolutely so funny enough i i had we have this speaking company right and um we were based out of tampa florida and i was traveling about 85 percent of the year and so last year we're like yo let's let's move to vegas um there's so many events i'll never have to travel it's going to be great right um great just great domination plan and i moved Taxes, there february. everything yeah no yeah yeah so i i moved there february 1st of last year um uh, and about i had one event and then 30 days they shut down everything took away my business took away everything no events no nothing and it's scary there's uncertainty right um but we move fast you got to move fast uh, success rewards speed and so we were pivoting and figuring wait wait, wait out another ge another nick gem mm -hmm. success rewards speed okay come on now you can't just drop that and run away like because <laughs> i'm all because we here in silicon valley it's all about the fast fail right so tell me about success yeah. and speed please yeah kind of like what you just said too is like the faster you fail the faster you attempted to throw it out there you can learn from it and you can move and you keep moving forward um, but a lot, a lot of the times we sit around and we wait for the world to come back to normal when people are already pivoting and reinventing, you got to move fast, like, or you're going to get left in the dust. That's how fast the, the world is moving. But like you said, if you can fail faster, um, you can learn faster and then you can get up. Um, and, and a lot of people, I mean, we can even go into this. A lot of people say they're perfectionists, which is BS because you can't achieve perfection. It's right. the lowest standard that you can have. Right. And wait, wait, wait. Nick, Nick, stop. <laughs> Because everyone needs to hear this, because especially a lot of females, if they can't do it perfect, they won't do it at all. Say that again about perfectionism. Yep. What was that per quote? Perfection yes. is the lowest standard in life you can have because you can never achieve it. And perfection, perfection, it, per, or being a perfectionist is the procrastinator's way to feel successful. Wait, what? What, what do you mean? What? Okay, explain. So we'll procrastinate because we'll say, oh, it's not the perfect time. Or I'm waiting, my, my product's not perfect yet. This webinar isn't perfect yet. My business plan isn't perfect yet. And so they procrastinate off perfect, which is BS. And it's just, it's, it, it just makes them feel successful because they're waiting for the perfect time. It doesn't make sense. There's never a perfect time. And so, yeah, so perfectionist is the way that procrastinators feel successful. They wait for a perfect moment. There's never a perfect moment. <laughs> That's crazy. 
Does that make sense? Yes. It makes sense. <laughs> you know what? You know another thing, Nick. Too, and I do. I want to um, have empathy. Uh, empathy for the people that that didn't take advantage of the pandemic to get into the hustle, right? Because I feel I feel like when we live in half measures, when we do things halfway or half-ass, and however you want to put it, that's really the rep- recipe to me for misery. And I feel like the the people that would, did well in this time were the ones who either said, "Hey." I'm going to pivot and I'm going to move in a new direction. And so if I, if I'm really geared toward being financially successful, building a business, I'm going to pivot. I'm going to stay with the times. I'm going to move. I'm going to fast fail. But I think the other people that were like, Hey, you know what? This is just a time to pause and raise my awareness. And maybe this is a time for me to not do anything just to be with my children or maybe read or, maybe just work on myself, whatever. I think the people that were half and half are the ones that really, they would daydreaming about like, I want to be successful, I want to have more. But then they're also Netflixing and chilling and, and medicating. And, you know, I feel like they're the ones that are going to come out of this the worst. So I just want to say that because I know a lot of people are tired of hearing about the hustle. And I've heard people say, hey, hey, for me, you know, this was a time to pause and get to know myself and raise my awareness. And great, I'm off. I think that's there's something really to be said for that too. So I just want to say that, like, throw it out there. Yeah. I I agree. I agree. I'm, I I see both. Yeah. Um, because I think there's never been a time in our lives where we had a, a good reason to stay home and slow down. I think. Um, I think it was a big test because I think you see a lot of people, their relationships either grew or they, they spread apart. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, th- th- like you said, this, this was a time even for me where I look at my life and I say, where are the holes that I need to fill? Mm-hmm. I've been moving so fast in my business. What are the a- other areas of my life that I've neglected? And so if you wanted to slow down, slow down. If you wanted to speed up, speed up. Uh- when you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. Um, but all I would say is that we can still, whether you slow down or whether you speed up, you can still better yourself. Yes, no matter what. You're right. And by the way, better yourself might be just being still. That's okay too. Or maybe it's like, hey, I've been working for 20 some odd years. I need this time to just do nothing and fine. Like, but I think it's like if you're conscious about it, you know, not and being honest. Um, but so going back to the pandemic and you, you're in Vegas and you, you, you're going to be doing live events there. Pandemic hits and you're in Vegas. And Vegas kind of, 
I don't know. I felt like it would be seem like during the pandemic a lonely place to be. I I don't. I feel like certain cities are cold. LA's like that too, but Vegas is even colder. So tell yeah. me what happens. You know, you're in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, I mean, be transparent. It's scary um, because right. we were solely solely relying off speaking engagements and those fees and bringing revenue in that way. I mean, I had books and stuff, but I wasn't. I was. Uh, let's say I was like one D. I was only, only had one part of me. And so it was a great gift for us. I mean, it was a great gift for anyone who, who finds the gift, but it was a great f- gift for us because we were able to slow down and work in the business and create products, services. So I can, because you can only impact someone so much on an hour interview, an hour podcast or an hour speech, but the real transformation happens when they can further the connection. And I didn't have anywhere to further these people and have them come down the journey with me. And so now I have like exclusive mastermind. I have a kid program. I have all this stuff. But that was all created because of COVID. And what was also created was up until COVID, Nick was just a really good storyteller. I'm a professional storyteller. I get paid a lot of money to share stories. Now, I took the time in COVID to go way deep on sales, influence, communication, leadership. And now I'm way more tactical that I can go in and have way more, you know, different avenues to speak and serve and to train people. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so, like, it was a massive gift for us. And the analogy that we can use is like seasons of business or seasons of life, you know, and, and right now, whatever you may listen, we can agree. There's businesses in COVID that are thriving. Absolutely. There's also, there's also real estate thriving. There's, there's also businesses that are not so good. We're all in different seasons of our life and we're all in different seasons of our business. The, The only difference is there's two types of people in winter. One person in winter, they freak out. They don't build a fire and they freeze to death. The other person gathers wood, builds a foundation, builds a fire and enjoys winter and lets it pass. Which one will it be? And so we gather firewood, we built the damn fire and we, and we built a better foundation. And now we're going to harvest the fruits of our labor in these upcoming seasons. Um, but yeah, maybe for a lot of people, this was just a, a time to gather themselves, to find themselves and sit by a fire and let it pass. Hey, Hill Squad and Better Together fam. It's been a tough year, but we hear from so many of you just how much our content is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. Our team works so hard to deliver this life-changing content, and a lot of you guys ask, how can I have a bigger role in our Heal Squad community, or how can I do my part to help Better Together continue to uplift even more people? First of all, thank you for that sentiment, and we're so grateful for this community. If you could help us by giving us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts. That's amazing. Second, you could join the Better Together with Maria Menounos Facebook group and Instagram page. Third, you could share the show with a friend in need. And finally, for as little as $10 a month, please join our Patreon to get monthly live heal events with world-class healers, ad-free episodes of our show, and even weekly bonus episodes exclusive to Patreon. Getting better isn't easy, but it is a whole lot better when we can do it together. We love and appreciate and are so grateful for all of you. What, Nick, what were some of the holes that you found in yourself, if you don't mind sharing? Yeah. So um, business, like I said, wasn't have any products or services to offer people off the back end. Um, that type of stuff. So no products or services. D- whole, whole digital. I built a whole digital company. I had nothing digital. So no, no. Um, products, no advertisements, no nothing. I had none of that. wasn't capturing any data going into the business side of things. And then I would say in personal side of things that I didn't 
I could I could talk to my family more. Like there's no excuse for me to not talk to my family. And that was a whole for me of like, dude, why are you just not picking up the phone and calling your parents? And so I think this was a time for me to um, nurture my my family a little bit more. Um, and then, like I said, during that time, my my brother had my brother had passed away. Um, and so just being there for them in that moment, um, I think was was valuable for me because I was always on the road. There's no excuse, but I, I guess just for me, it was nurturing my my relationships a little bit more. And then even even with my my girlfriend, we went from. Um, we've been together over two years now, but we went from long distance to in the house together in COVID and it just brought us closer together. So that was another area of my life that I nurtured and became stronger. Can we talk a little bit about your brother? Yeah. You know, because this is someone you look up to. I didn't even know this, Nick. And I think it's it's also aspirational to hear because even though you have so much, you're so enlightened, you're still going to have these very real tragedies occur in your life. So, which I would never guess. I would never guess that two parents who would be so evolved with you, you know, I would never guess that you would have that in a family, that kind of tragedy, but yet we all do. So can you talk? And this is someone you looked up to too. And I can't even imagine your poor parents. And how, how old was he first, may, may I ask? Yeah, he's coming up like 30 Oh, he's a baby. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. What, yeah. What, what what happened with him? Yeah, so the the thing is is my my brother, so he was he was a marine, you know, um came out of the marines and this is why your focus is extremely important. And and the reason why I say that is because you can like all of us have amazing skill sets. And, and we're really good at some, some things, but if you focus it on the wrong things, or if you focus it on the wrong outlets with the wrong people, then you'll get wrong results. And so I think that just, my brother was, he was a hard worker. He was just, he did labor jobs. He just loved just working. Um, and he was a bull and he would just put his head down. He would work and he never wanted to work for someone else. And so since he didn't want to work for someone else, he would make money but not doing good things. Does that make sense without going into it? Yes, it does. Right? And Absolutely. So has great skills, has an entrepreneur mindset, just doesn't know and doesn't have the right guidance or maybe the right conditioning and then falls into the wrong group. Yeah. And like, that's it. Right. And so that's why your focus is so important, but also your community and who you're hanging around with. Um, and so I think it was just a battle of, um, being in the wrong group and thinking they were good, but they weren't good. Um, and then, I mean, something like heroin, I mean, man, once you start, it's like, I don't know, but once you start, like it's, it's it's always there, that itch is always there. And so for him, you know, he was, he was in and out of rehab. He was sober. Then he wasn't sober. I mean this, and, and just to be transparent, this was probably like a few times that he overdosed and came back. And so this, and so, um, this, yeah, this time it just wasn't with no coming back. But what, what I'm trying to say is that you're the people that you surround yourself with are either going to make you or break you. Um, and I want to let everyone know from a brother to a brother and a brother to a sister, one, your past doesn't define you, but the very actions you take in this moment do, but also that you all, ha- you all have amazing skills inside of you. 
or you all have amazing gifts. They just haven't been awoken yet, or you haven't worked on them, or you haven't discovered them yet. Um, but you, when you can really harness your focus and, and be very conscious of who you're spending your time with, it'll 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 make the difference. And so, just a story of someone who was really amazing, had really great skills, but just got caught up in the wrong group. That's it. Have you, Nick? I I see this so much. Now, this was the worst extreme, your brother. But I see so much of people who they surround themselves with and the slow burn it has. And this, your brother experienced the most extreme version of it. But I feel like it's so preventative to people's happiness and their joy, their fulfillment by who they surround themselves with. So have you ever been surrounded by, were you always one who was attracted to the light and positive people who had your best interests? Or did you ever have darkness around you like that too, that you had to check? You know, yeah, definitely. I mean, and in a sense, it's not even, you don't even know that you're hanging around the wrong people until you're exposed to someone that has higher standards. So maybe that's the key. Does that make sense? Or just, yes. just knowing that there's better out there. Right. But I think the first part is what's scary is you don't know because you're almost yeah. like you're just a zombie and I've been there, right? And yeah. I've been one of the zombies probably that was bad for other people. So believe me, yeah. like, I, but I think when you, I, again, I always break it down to regular guy terms. I always say to people like, you got your real friends and you got your rock star friends. Your rock star friends, yeah, they're fun to be around. They finish your sentences. There's a comfort level. Maybe you grew up with them. Yeah, okay, whatever. But your your real friends will be there for you when you're down. Your real friends are there help trying to help you help make you better as you're trying to help make them better. But the real friends may not be as fun to be around at first. You know, get out of your comfort zone and be around those. Real, and then all of a sudden, after a few years, you go, you know what? I'm not getting, maybe I'm not getting the same highs with these, quote, real friends versus my, quote, rock star friends. But guess what? Oh, my goodness. My life is so much better. I'm more successful. I, you know. So anyway, I break it down in that way. But I like the idea of consciously seeking people that have maybe higher standards or, you know, are yeah, successful. I like that. Yeah, because even I'd say even even in my journey, it's like, you know, like I still have a few best friends from high school. They're still my buds. I was just with he just came and surprised me for my birthday. Um, but as a high school, as a high school kid, like, you know, graduating, like we just hang around, maybe smoking pot, just chilling, just like and that's and, and, and they're your best friends. But then you then you may realize that there's no growth yeah. or sometimes, which is really difficult, is you start growing and then they feel uncomfortable because they feel inferior or they feel like they're losing you. And so what, what the analogy that we use is like, who's in your front row of life In your front row of life, you know, that sitting in the front row, those should be people, like you said, that are challenging you, that have high standards that know you have more to give that get you a little bit uncomfortable. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do snack. Trust me. I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier 
kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. Don't fall into your bullshit story that you tell them. Those are the people in your front row. You can still have your family and you can still have your friends. They're just in the next row, you know? And so Tony, Tony says to love your family and friends, choose your peer group. So love your family and friends. You can have your family. You can have your friends. You just don't need to spend all your time there because you want to spend it with the peer group that's elevating you. And that's okay. And if your real friends are real friends, they'll respect that. And they'll know that you need time to be what you're the people that are elevating you and, and whatever it may be. Right. Um, but that necessarily doesn't need to need to cut them off because my, my friends are good people. We're just in different industries and different yeah. businesses and different mindsets. Right. And so I can come back down to them. But the, the, like you said, the real issue is when you're surrounded in a toxic group and this group is picking on you or they're bringing you down or they're casting their bullshit limiting beliefs on you. Like that's, that's a toxic group you need to cut. Yeah. And by the way, it's overt when they're picking on you and doing that stuff. That almost makes it easy. I think it's more about the limitate, the subtle limitations and then just the negativity and the victimhood and just all of that kind of darkness that they have in their world. Beyond, and by the way, then comes jealousy and all those other things that they may not even show you. But I think you're right. The, 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 um, the friends in the second row who are your true friends, like I'm, I'm imagining your high school friends, like they may not be as evolved as you. They may not be successful, but I bet you they are damn freaking proud of their boy, Nick, and how he's kicking ass out there. And, you know, I almost remember Goodwill Hunting. I always thought the, the movie Goodwill Hunting, yeah. did you ever see it? It was, it was great, the, the friendship between Matt Damon, who's this genius, and is like, you know, his <laughs> shitbag friend from the neighborhood, who but who loved him genuinely and, you know, was definitely lowering him in some ways, but he, he was high enough of a friend to go, you got to go. You got to go and go be, you're not, don't give me this crap. We're going to grow up and be at the bar together, watch our kids play Little League. No, you're meant to go be great in the world. And we're still going to be, we're brothers for life, but you got to go. And that, to me, I thought, always thought that was cool. And I, I'm blessed to have those friends from the Carney business or the neighborhood who are like, don't stop. We want, you know, keep going, keep doing it. Yeah. We, you know, but if I hung with them every day, yeah, it would not be, it wouldn't be a good thing. I just think a lot of people get caught in that rut where they, they want to be loyal. They think they're being loyal to family and friends from the past. Um, and I think they're doing themselves a terrible disservice and, uh, and they're very surprised, you know, and it's no surprise why they're, they're limited in terms of. Yeah. I, I think cause it's it's easy to be average. Oh, it's so easy to be average. It, but but <laughs> you know, comfortable. yeah, it is. And except though, with with the fact that social media making show showing us so many examples, and by the way, fake examples of people killing it, slaying the game. I think that the average people, it's not easy as easy for them anymore because they're now bitter. But they don't do the work to get out of average. They just medicate heavier. <laughs> they go deep. Yeah. They dig deeper in. Yeah. But there are more evolved people and like-minded people out there. And I think you got to get out of your comfort zone and really seek them out. 
And maybe when you come out of this pandemic, you say to yourself, hey, you know what? Like, why not? Like, and, and my recommendation to people is like, when you start finding these people, you're going to kiss a lot of frogs till you get your princes and princesses, but you got to keep trying, you know, and it's not, it may not be fun at first because they're not going to be like, Hey, let's go to the woods and smoke pot and listen to whatever, like music from the two thousands, like we used to, it might be more, you know, sophisticated and not as like comfortable or fun, but it will get you there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I see it really, Nick, I see it really, it hurts people more than they realize, you know? When I talk yeah. to people about Hollywood and, and when they, in our business, sometimes it's big A-list celebrities and sometimes it's people just breaking in. I'll always ask, like, who, tell me about your, you know, because I want to know the foundation, what cards I have in the deck to work with. And I'll say, you know, who, what's your support group like, your peer group, where are your parents at with this? And parents too, a lot of them aren't like your parents most parents have the instinct I would have had with you as a kid, which is keep my kid out of pain. It's just a parental instinct, but that's not necessarily the best thing for you. You know, as you knew your parents, I mean, my goodness, it may, this weird question with mom and dad, what was their occupations? I want to know how they're so evolved. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Come up. My, my parents always say, uh, you were the last kid. So we, uh, we had some test trials. So, so yeah, we, oh, we knew, uh, yeah. we had a little test trial. So I was the last kid. So they were a little bit, um, I guess less coddling and stuff. I mean, yeah, I had no legs of an arm, but they were a little less coddling. Um, but my dad, my dad was just, we're just a big Italian family. So he's just like a hard ass, I guess. Um, and so like my, my mom, my mom's thing was like, Nick, as long as you're happy, I'm happy. And my dad's like, well, you got to feed yourself and make your own money. And I'm glad that I had that. Yeah, that. But, but Nick, one thing about Italian culture is too, and especially an Italian father, they're super overprotective. I mean, yeah. I had a dad who was like, the, like I would see the whites of his eyes. If anyone ever like lifted a hand at us or to, he was like, and I saw that with a lot of the neighborhood dads. So I give your father so much credit for going, no, we have to make him top. Was, did he have military in the background? No, um, but I, th I think what, what drove him was, and, and this is interesting because I don't, I don't really know that, that for, like it was, it was long ago, but in 1996, I guess you can say that um, people like me, different people were kind of hidden or they were kind of put 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 away or not yeah. in the spotlight and if that makes sense it does and so my dad was like oh hell no he's like he's gonna be like that's the time like oh hell no i'm going against the grain like it's gonna be total opposite everybody's gonna know who my son is like he he's gonna prove all these doctors wrong and so i think he also had like a little chip on his shoulder as well because they put so many limitations on his boy and he's like oh no it's gonna be the total opposite and he told me he was like nick if i if i put stepping stools everywhere and little loops on the doors like that's not real life it's not real and so he, so he's like why would i set my set my son up for failure when he becomes an adult and goes into the real world if if he's given everything and everything's easy like that's he's like it's bullshit it's not real what so what was his job nick so my dad so when i was my when I was born, my dad owned um, like a, a recycling, like a garbage, a garbage c company. Okay. And then now he is, uh, he does like, um, it's a company called F Ferguson. 
and they do like plumbing all over the world, but he just like tracks and, and analyzes like trucks all over the world. I don't know. He works. He, I know Ferguson. No, I know them. So he, yeah. he works for them. Yeah. So he, okay. he does all like the, the routing and all the routes for like um, Jersey, Philadelphia, uh, all that stuff. Yeah. They're everywhere. And what about mom? Um, mom is, is like in senior services, like a, like like epic healthcare and insurance and that stuff. Yeah, well, kids, kids, I just love and admire deeply people like them, and obviously you who just figured it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 yeah. that to me, it, it's so inspiring because, you know, a lot of us get discouraged. We don't have the money. We don't have the education. We don't have the resources. And then when I just meet people who just freaking figured it out, you know, to me, um. There's so much you can offer us. And I think it just, I have a lot of ideas for you, Nick, as you move forward. But I tell you, like, there's just as much gold in mom and dad. Oh, yeah. Especially what I think the, I feel bad for a lot of the millennials because of the way the parents raised them. They didn't raise them like your parents. You know, Kelsey was raised pretty tough and, you know, our producer here. And, you know, it's why she's as successful and hardworking as she is. But a lot of the, kids unfortunately didn't it was how do we remove all the pain and how do we give them all the pleasures maybe we didn't have and you know now unfortunately we have a group that um is suicidal deeply depressed high high anxieties you know now can you imagine kelsey as i bring you in on this conversation Mm -hmm. so it doesn't just look like the boomer here (laughs) being a lecturer but like but like, do you see where wh- what Nick oh my God, went yeah. through? And now do you see that the when we look at it, and I know we can't make comparisons, and I understand that everyone's pain is genuine to them, and I get that, mm-hmm. and I honor it, I really do. But at some point, we have to say, when I think of like the kids who've had you know so much more, you know, yeah. and and yet just uh, yeah, don't don't haven't figured it out, you know, so or don't have the resilience. That's the mm-hmm. thing. So I think anyway, with your parents, with his parents, I think they get a lot of credit. Oh, massive. And Nick, I'm so curious because I'm sure that you had to get over like, I'm sure there was times in your life where you were like, oh, come on, you guys, like cut, like throw me a bow. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz-free, up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. You know? Yeah. So I'm... I'm glad I'm, you said that, Kelsey. Since it's good to have... She's your age, so it's nice to have that perspective. I wouldn't think like that, but yeah. But it makes me think, because I'm like, like... all right, enough. And I want to know how you got over that, too. Like, the yeah. cha- or the charges you had against them that you're now, like, grateful for. Yeah. So, I don't know where it comes from or where it came from, but I would... 
I'm the type of guy or kid that like if I can't do something it would piss me off mm. and I'll I'll sit there and I'll I'll try it over and over and over again until I can do it. I don't know where that comes from. Um but I'm very I'm just very competitive within myself. And um and so my parents would un, my parents would know when something's getting to me because I'd be so pissed off and they would be like, "All right, like take take a step back, just chill, like go, go try it this way or go try it that way." So I changed my approach, but I was very persistent and I don't know where I got that from. Um, and, and like we were, like we were mentioning as well is like you said, there's gold in my parents as well. Like my, my dad never finished high school. Of course he didn't. <laughs> never, never finished high school. And, and we're talking about, uh, you know, resources. It's, it's, we say it's, it's not a lack of resources. It's a lack of being resourceful. And so we take, for example, you take, and, and by the way, for the parents out there, like like bless them, it, it's just, it, it, it bottles down to like, sometimes your parents' best intent isn't your best intent. Yeah, right. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. Like what they want best for you isn't like the best move, but they want to protect, like they're not trying to put limiting beliefs on you. They're not, they're not trying to hold you back. They're like no. going back to what I said, they're doing what they know or they're, or they're doing things because they don't want you to have a life like they did. Right. But then when you look at it like this, you take a kid. You take a kid that was born into entrepreneurship, that was um, has all the networks, resources, opportunities, mindset, all that stuff. That's great. He may have a have a smooth path, or he may sabotage it. But then you take a kid over here who doesn't have the networks, resources, opportunities. This person over here is actually going to have to obtain skills. They're they're going to have to, you know, learn learn more knowledge. They have to craft themselves into something, and so they're actually becoming a, a better character actually becoming more of a, a character because they didn't have it and so for those that are listening right now like your your i don't even not disability but your your advantage or your adversity is actually your greatest gift because without your adversity it wouldn't sculpt you or push you into becoming something else yep. but the but the, the the dichotomy or the balance is is like most people fall victim of their adversity rather than harnessing it does that make sense yes oh and my- so like for example like and I'm just speaking openly, straight shooter. Like you may think your adversity is your skin color. You may think your adversity is your height. You may think it's your weight. You may think that your whole family is obese. I don't know what it is. But because of your childhood and the way that you grew up and the way that your parents raised you have crafted you into man, the man or woman you are today. It built you. Yep. And so I, I, I'd rather have a tough upbringing and a tough life or at least work for things. So I build character along the way rather than having everything um, fed to me. And then I'm like, I'm in, I'm in this expectation conditioning of I expect results, which by the way, humans, we just expect everything. We expect results. We expect success and expect happiness. And if you start a business and you're not successful in two years, you quit because yeah. we expect, but that's a whole nother tangent. I just, I just got fired up a little bit. No, no, we, we, we heard that for, is it Devin Franklin? He's a, he's great. Devon, yeah. Devon Franklin. Yeah. He he his big thing is expectations. expectations. He's like just get rid of them. Stop it. Yeah. He's like it's crippling your your personal life, your professional mm-hmm. life and really just embrace be more about embracing the journey rather than the results. Yeah. So yeah, 100%. Um yeah, I think uh what do you Okay, so what do we say to somebody who cuz I've said this to people, "Hey, you wouldn't be you if you didn't go through this." And they'll say, "Yeah, but I don't like me." I hate who I am. I, I hate my life. And it's because of all these things 
that were done to me in my past by my parents, my family, whoever. What do we say to them? Yeah, what'd you learn from it? Now see, the, the, what I mentioned earlier in this interview is our job as humans on this human experience is to get the learnings. To get the learnings. I don't care, like, and, I, and, and listen, like, I haven't been through what people have been through, and I've been through things that people haven't been through. But if you can constantly ask yourself, what did I learn? What did I take away? I mean, let's be real. If you've been through emotional abuse, sexual abuse, maybe you have more compassion, maybe you have more empathy, Maybe you you analyze people better because something happened to you. You gain something. That's right. And if you say you haven't, it's bullshit. You gain something. I don't know what it is, but you gain something. But you're you're, you're they're they're focusing on the event and what happened to them rather than what did they gain. You had to gain something. I don't know what it is for you in your life, but get the learnings. And and if you can continually reflect and get the learnings, always oh, learn this. I became like this. I'm this way because of that. There is some good in there. But they, they tend to focus on all the bad that came from that, they, all the bad that stemmed from them, all the bad that um, is now with them. But I promise you there's learnings. And if you get enough learnings and enough teachings, you may liberate yourself from that experience if you choose to. Now, the victim mentality is very very popular mentality we got going on nowadays, yeah. the victim mentality. Because when you're a victim, you get attention. I like attention. You get love. You get praise. You get eyeballs when you're the victim. It's easy. Are you kidding me? It, like, if, if I would sit sit on my couch and, and medicate and do drugs, they would be like, of course. Yeah. Of course, Nick. Yeah. It's easy to fall victim. You know what's cooler is finding the learnings despite what happens to you. That's what's cool. That's what's life-changing. That's what's going to allow you to win rather than falling victim of your circumstances. I get it. I shouldn't be born like this. It's screwed up. It sucks. Oh, well, move on. Find the learnings. But but I understand that, like you said, all your pain is genuine to you, but you must find the learnings and you must extract them or you'll always be in that victim state and you'll always blame that event for the reason why you're right here. Always. And, and, and you know what? Let me add to it. The victim thing, you're right. It will get you all the attention and the, the love and all that stuff you need, which may, will send you deeper into victimhood. But in the long run, you will lose. You oh, will yes. you will lose. You will not be happy. This is where depression and suicide, deep, deeper, deeper me- medicating. Yeah, it's a recipe for disaster. Um, yeah, I feel like it's, it's especially post-pandemic, it could reached um epidemic proportions the victim mindset yeah um, and and just to, just to add um is your your brain is also always trying to prove itself right based on based on your beliefs so for example i mean we all know someone in our life that always has a shitty manager it's because every job they go to they find the shit about the manager and make it a shitty manager right does that make sense yes it's always trying to prove itself right. It's the same thing. It's like if you have a belief like, oh, I, I suck at business or none of my ideas, none of my ideas never work. Like you will literally play half-assed or 50% just to prove to yourself that it won't work. So try to prove it, try to prove it wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> the brain is way powerful. That's the thing. I just, it, it's just exposing people to how powerful the brain is. And whatever you think you'll get more of. I mean, right now, don't think of a blue tree. <laughs> you just thought of a blue tree, didn't you? Yes. 
<laughs> I told you don't. Why'd you do it? See, that's how the brain works. Oh my god. I am processing so <laughs> Well, Nick, I you know, so many I've just had so many people work for me over the years and though you know, and you know, so many of them have brilliant, brilliant and so talented, but yet they've had these limiting beliefs. And because they are so intelligent, they they have formed these beliefs to limit them. That's why I like mouthed something to Kelsey as we were I was like, Oh my goodness, like I'm thinking of a few people we know. <sighs> Heavy. Yeah, so so um so Nick, as we wrap this up, I love your recipe for your day. But can we give a generic recipe and I I think if you do feel like you have been victimized in your past, you know, today is a new day, tomorrow is a new day, you know, it this can all be collected as data to move forward. Do you have like some I don't know, like a Cliff Notes kind of program that someone can go can start hooking into to, you know, come out of this to enter into this new world as a better version of themselves. Yeah, we, we we're, we're blessed to be able to pick up our phone and listen to any content, any content that we want. And so I would say the general basis is stop consuming shitty content. <laughs> that's it. You know, like that's first thing. I mean, how many times have you woken up and saw a text message, a phone call, a news article that pissed you off and set you off for the day? You did it to yourself. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. So you looked at it. And so stand guard to the door of your brain and don't let the weeds grow. Like uh, I think it was Jim Rohn, Jim Rohn that said that back in the day, or Zig Zig, one of the one of the OGs, but stand guard of the door of your brain. And so what that means is start consuming better content and you'll get better results in your life. Start consuming content that's gonna elevate you and it will elevate your life. Now we're talking about, and, and let's just be honest, we'll, we'll end off with this, like we'll talk about uh, another pandemic, we talk about fear, it's all around you. And when you're in a fearful state, one, when you're in a fearful state, your immune system drastically drops. But when you're in a fearful state, you won't take action. So the news, fear, yes. media, fear, Instagram, fear. Stay away from the fear and you elevate your life because when you don't feel good, you won't take good action. And so I would say to, to, to simplify it and, and, and to settle it here is most people, which you aren't listening because you're perfect. I know you're listening here perfect. But most people out there, they wake up. They have the same thoughts. They take the same action. They consume the same knowledge, the same food, and expect a different life. Yep. That's a definition of insanity. 
-hmm. And so if you want to start somewhere, have new thoughts, take new action, consume new content, consume new food and get new results in your life. Let's, let's keep it there. I mean, you just start there. Yeah. But it's seriously like, okay. And then we can get into, you know, the intentions and the, you know, like some of the other specific things, but you're right. I think if you just started there and really look at what you listen to, even stuff that you think entertains you. Like I know, you know, Nick, there's a, to, I, to be transparent now with you, um, there's people that I've listened to in the past that just were really funny. But you know what? They're hateful. They're bitter. Um, they are, uh, I mean, who knows? Probably even racist. I mean, just, but, you know, ah, ha, ha, be like the guy, you know, at the bar, like when your lower consciousness is like spouting off all these jokes and it's, and you know, so even though it's, some of them could still make me laugh, I'm like, this is not healthy to be consuming the content from these people anymore. And so just even that shift. So, and for other, for women it might not be guys, but it might be those other women who I sometimes hear them. They're the type that will, you know, throw a glass of wine in your face and think, you know, that's being bold or that's being courageous, you know, but they're just, they lower the bar and, you know, and they're fun to listen to and they're easy. And, and the kind of the way they do things seems easy because I think when you are of lower, lower consciousness, life is easier day to day, but in the long run, that's when you pay. But yeah, I think that getting rid of all that stuff and, 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 and consuming content that's going to really enrich you um yeah it's a great start and uh and again thank you for that too so yeah cheers to setting new standards after this interview seriously um nick before you go tell me about your i want to know where we find you your business you know how people can get more of you um because i'm sure after this Anyone with <laughs> anyone who wants to get better is going to want to listen to you more. So tell us. Yeah. Yeah. So you can find me um, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn at Nick Santanastasso. But I understand that's a long last name. So if you type in Nick Santo, I'm the guy with no legs, one arm with a bunch of tattoos. I think I'm the only one out there. So it's easy to find me. Um, and then, yeah, based off my Instagram and anything, I have free trainings, anything that they want to go through, confidence, fear, all that stuff. Um, all you have to do is just uh, follow me, and you, you'll find the you'll find the way. Yeah, and then for your business, is, are there classes and courses and things like that that we can get? Yeah, so we, we we can do. I don't know if you want to do show notes, whatever you want to do. We can post a link, but um, basically the only the only spot that I do like coaching is in my inner circle. It's called my Victorious Inner Circle, and it's like my weekly mastermind group where every single Monday I teach. And then throughout the whole week, I bring in experts to teach them on wealth, health, and relationships. And so that's like kind of my little baby. Nice. Um, and then those people will have access to our victorious um, events in person um, whenever we throw our first one. So it's going to be good. But yeah. Yeah, I can put that in the description. Please. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we can and we can sign up for and become members of this group and and. Yeah. So, so what we can do, what we can do as well is we can just put the link and then um, we'll see if they're a good fit and I'm a good fit. And then they can possibly jump on a call with me or one of my people and we can see if uh, that's something they want to do. Nick, Nick Santanastaso, uh, God bless you. And, uh, and I'm so grateful 
that you came on and shared all of this with us. Um, I'm sure we're going to stay in touch. <laughs> you just, uh, I'm not letting you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a lot, of, by the way, so I have a lot of stuff I want to talk to you about too. Uh, because yeah, we have to amplify your message. Um, and Nick, you, you know, I, 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 where does faith, and we're not, I mean, we're not a faith-based show. I don't know why I'm just drawn to ask this, but where does your faith in God or does it figure into any of this? Yeah, I'd say um, God, God I'm, I'm a higher power, just universe. God, the universe, whatever you believe in, there, there's, have you ever had, for those that are listening right now, maybe maybe you don't have faith and that's okay. We're not, we're not pushing any beliefs, but have you ever had a moment where you're at the right place at the right time? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or a moment that just kind of felt guided, like, wow, this opportunity fell into my lap or this relationship or this thing just happened at the right place at the right time. Something else put you there. Um, and so I'm a big believer in that's the higher universe. And it's uh, when you when you kind of lean into faith a little bit more, whatever that is for you, it kind of takes the pressure off because it means that it's not not all you doing the work. And that, you know, you still need to do the work, but there's some sort of thing out there that's going to help you elevate or put you in the right place at the right time. And anything to take off a little bit of work or stress from us, that, that I'll take it. So yeah. lean into faith a little bit more, whatever that is, God, the universe, whatever you believe in, I don't care what it is. Um, but there are... I mean, man, your heart, your heart is a, a, a great testament of faith or God, whatever you believe in, because it was just given to you as a gift. You didn't have to work for it. You just woke up with it, and now you have life. Now you're here. Welcome to the world. And do you do pray, Nick? I'd say pray, meditate. Um, I would, uh, you know, visualization, visualizing what I want is a form of praying and a meditation for me, um, because what's interesting about visualiz visualizing is – You'll notice why some of the greatest athletes, you know, actors, whatever it is, they visualize is because it's called neuron mirroring. And what that means is your brain can't decipher what's real and what's visualized. Wow. So you can actually you can actually experience the results and the emotions of achieving a goal before you even have it. Okay. I'm sorry, I have to keep you on for this. Can you give <laughs> me an example of neuron mirroring? Yeah, so for example, um, my biggest my biggest speech was 15,000 people with Tony Robbins in Miami Miami Heat Arena. Weeks prior, I visualized myself hopping out onto that stage, going left, shaking the building in the middle to the right. I visualized it so many times that when I walk out on the stage, I'm not nervous because I've been there before. Got it. I've already been here. Yep. And so, but also, if you lack if you lack certainty or belief, you can actually visualize the result and get good, really good at visualizing, and you can actually get more certainty and belief before you even get the result, which may help you on your journey. But that's why the, the greatest actors, the greatest athletes, they visualize the results before they have them. And this, so is, they, this isn't that 15 minutes a day or 10 minutes a day, you know, you're doing yeah, this? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's a muscle. If you don't use it, you lose it. But man, there, there's... We have so many distractions all around us that we're not tapping into nowhere near our full capability of what our mind does because we're so dumbed down by laptops and phones and all that stuff. And that's a whole nother rabbit hole, but there are literally yes. people out there that dedicate their whole life to meditation and visualization that can literally go somewhere else and they're still in their body. I mean, it's it's a muscle and, and the brain is a wild, wild tool. Um, and so, yeah, visualize it, um, meditate. But like I said, that's a muscle. So if you don't really... Uh, I don't see anything. I don't feel anything. That's okay. That's a good sign that you're on your way and just exercise a little bit more. And that's the same thing with gratitude, you know, going through a gratitude exercise or, or a, a ritual, like 
I've, I've taken people all, all over the world through gratitude exercises and some people cry, some people laugh, some people smile and some people don't feel anything. And for the people that don't feel anything, it's a great sign because that means you just need to crack open your heart a little bit more and focus on what's, what you're grateful for and appreciative of. It's a muscle. It's a muscle. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah. Nick, you're incredible. And uh, we're so grateful for you. And uh, just again, just wish you so many more good things. That I know they're coming your way. And uh, like I said, we'll, we'll be right with you, I promise. Um, thank you again. Thank you, brother. Glad to be better together today. Uh, okay, so I'm definitely... Well, I knew he was going to humble me, but then he went beyond that. Yeah, he's unreal. And what were some of your favorites, Kev? Your favorite lines? Um, I have so many. Tell me yours, but I, for me, it's about more practical things I'm going to put into action starting now. I loved, this is from part one, but you never make more than you think you're worth. I mean, like, come on now. Yeah. That's so good for, all, especially all of us ladies who have self-worth and confidence mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't be obnoxious, but like, you you have to know your worth. You have to know your worth. Is Pooj Magic on the phone? Fo- Pooj Magic, you on the phone? Pooj Mania. Hi, queen. Hey, queen. Hey, queen. What do you think of that line? I, I agree with you, Kels. Like, I think as females especially like we're already taught to doubt ourselves like from society so even when it comes to jobs like I feel like even just asking for a raise when you know you deserve it is so much harder when you're a woman versus a man so I appreciated that little tidbit um I also liked when he said not to give other people too much power like Jay Ray also said that Mm -hmm. and I was like yes like why do we care so much about what (sighs) random people online think like why do we give like why do we put our self-worth in the hands of other people and that's been a consistent lesson that a lot of our guests have said and i think we all have to listen to it i agree agreed something else a few other of our guests have said or they've talked about the visual visualization process that neuron mirroring i'm like i need to do that more because it's like Mm -hmm. your brain the fact that your brain doesn't know the difference between like visual I can't say visualization there you go and the real in real life I think that that's like absolutely astounding and so cool and we've had other guests talk about that but I think that's such a tool but also him following up with like it's a muscle you have to work it right Mm -hmm. so you can't just assume that like one time you're gonna like visualize something and it's gonna come true it's like no no you have to work that muscle Kevin looks like. Are you in pain? Trying to no. Find your, oh, okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, stand guard. Stand guard um, at the door of your brain. Yes. So yes. what's gonna come in and out? Now he got that from Jim Rome, who was the person that Tony Robbins studied under. Oh. Little thing. Little thing. Um, Thank you for that. You know, and then when you have tragedies occur and you've had shortcomings in your life, it's just keep going back to like, what did I, what did you learn from it? Mm-hmm. What did you learn from it? Don't sit it's in the whole, hearing, like yeah. uh, about how m- much it's victimized you. Yep. You know, um, it's not lack of resources. It's a lack of not being resourceful. Mm-hmm. Love your family and your friends. Choose your peer group. Choose your peer group. That was again from Tony. That That's from Tony. That's mm-hmm. a big thing, Kev. I've been learning. And we've talked to you guys about this, like on the Patreon a lot, but I mean, it kind of hit me the other week and I was like, Kevin, I just had, to, well, I, I don't know. Your family's Sick. amazing, but some of your friends, I was just like, Pooja, I'm like, yeah, and the, they're the, they're the nicest kind of monsters, 
Okay. But they're basically monsters. I mean, but like, the nicest yeah. kind. No, no, the nicest kind. It I mean, all, it like all not, not like no fangs no, and claws, no, no, no. but in terms of just totally disconnected. Like, it all started who with Kelsey the, yeah, is, is yeah. this bright, like light yeah. and ray of like sunshine and love and yeah, hope and yeah. support. And like, when I think of these gargoyles, like, hi, Kelsey. <laughs> like, monsters. <laughs> monsters. But anyways. Little yeah, monsters. That was a good one. That was a good one. Your past doesn't define you. The actions you take in this moment do. God, so many gems. In the I moment. love that one because I feel like people harp on, like, things they've done in the past and, like, it eats at them. Like, they're just constantly thinking about it. But I liked how he said, like, you can grow from that. Like, they're all lessons. Yeah, like, what do you learn? Don't discredit that stuff. Yeah, what do you learn from it? Just keep going back to, okay, what did I learn? Yep. Well, you know, can I say this too? You know what makes it hard for us to get by, past our past hmm. is all the power we give other people who judge us for the past. Uh, yes. So that's really, I think, what makes it hard. Yeah. But that's a, what, a given, giving away your power again. Why do yeah, we care what connect. they think? Perfection is the lowest life standard. <laughs> well, and that procrastinators love perfectionism. They love it. That's it's which that, reminds yeah. me of losers love limbo. Yes. Yeah. Procrastinators' way to be successful is to be a perfectionist. Like, oh, that hit me. That's crazy. Yeah. Two kinds of people in winter: one that builds the fire and builds a foundation, and the that's others a, who just freeze. <laughs> that's a Tony thing. It's very, but I love that. It's like different seasons of your life, right? So, what season are you in? crazy oh my goodness this is a regular guy friday one yes let's hear ready being a victim gives you attention it gives you oh, yeah. love right so it's easier to be a victim like he said he could have um, just been not only is it easier and this is getting into regular guy friday it <laughs> sounded awesome to oh be a victim oh my god well totally. you everybody yeah right Pooja? everyone's like oh my god what do you mean how can i help they're like at your beck and yeah. call especially if you have like loved ones around you so easy to be a victim so easy well and again it, when you have even when you have your um your queen friends in social media they're happy to jump on the bandwagon you go girlfriend yeah you got you go girl you got screwed yeah yeah that's an rgf we gotta go there but no no but but again it now taking it to better together it shows you how seductive being a victim is i never really broke it down to i never had anyone verbalize Mm. how seductive and alluring it is on the surface to be a victim and then obviously but the long-term repercussions is, I mean, by the way, like you're, if you make yourself a vi- who wants to be an actual victim, right? Like when you think of a, a victim, right? A victim of a homicide, victim of a, of a this, victim, like who wants to be, really be a victim? Like, right? But we don't right. think of it that way. But according to him, and I agree with him, because your brain is that powerful, you can actually make yourself It's one thing to appear like a victim and get all the likes and the loves and the this and the that. But eventually, if that's the mindset, you're going to actually manifest yourself to be a a true victim. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, would you want to be a victim of a homicide? Would you want to be a victim of a crime? Would you want to be a victim of... Right? Right. No. Mm -mm. But it's easy to get there because I've... But what he got me to see is how attractive and alluring it is in the short run. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I also liked, and this is another one, so many just crossovers. I love it. Your greatest ideas from come from moments of leisure. And I think about when Hannah Stocky was telling us Skrillex. I mean, like literally all of our guests have said this, but Skrillex, the freaking massive yep. DJ is like, nope. Yeah. From boredom I literally came wrote my greatest. That one down. Yeah. That was so funny. Yeah. 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 Because it's we true. all think, my, I, I, me, I thought being Steve McGarrett from the original Y five O seven days a week, be at it, work at it, work at, it, or see Larry Bird, work at it, where he just never stopped. Mm-hmm. And then you know he had a short career and his body broke down because yeah. he probably did, you know he didn't know how to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you get those major breakthroughs. Yeah. Right. Even like when they said like your best ideas come in the shower, I've always heard that. Like, Mm -hmm. but I never thought about why. You know what I mean? And then yesterday, Gabby said the same exact thing as, as he said today. And it's yeah, it's the times when you're it's almost mindless, right? Like you're just not thinking about anything. You're just there. You're present, and that's when your best ideas come. I think that's refreshing to hear Mm -hmm. for a lot of people. Well, for the for the overachievers who who think yeah they can't stop. And, and and they're not working hard enough so they stressed just, with stopping. and they triple down they work harder mm-hmm. they, yeah it's yeah. like no yeah. I know for Maria every time she's poor Maria would beg she'd say Kevin please like because we'd be out like um the few times we'd go away or we'd be on walks she'd be like you know this is what actually we need to do in this situation or this is what I need to do and I'm like wait oh my god that's brilliant and she's like I'm telling you I just need time away oh, yeah. to have these breakthroughs you know yeah and I was, of course, of part of the 20th century mentality. Like, all right, you do that, but I don't need that. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. It's so true. Um, and that's one thing, even with myself, because I haven't stopped this pandemic. I was trying to save the company. Then I was renovating all the houses and then just then having Probably to get so. everyone delivered safely to their next without the company. And then it was helping Lisa. And now it's doing this show. Yeah. Maria keeps saying, Kevin, you just need to have some time you know for yourself mm-hmm. um you know and kelsey and kelsey says it too and then you'll figure things out mm-hmm. but i i also liked his program oh yeah that was great even what he does 45 minutes of movement 15 mm-hmm. minutes of meditation slash visualization yeah and he writes his intentions every morning and he drinks a gallon of water the like notorious that, five those are his his yeah. no, non-negotiables yeah um, I like that. I like that idea too. Around that, like, how do we build confidence and self worth? It's those small victories, right? And celebrating those yeah. small victories. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got up at whatever seven. Hell yeah! Yeah, you go, girl. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Ser- yeah, no. Uh, listen, I'm at my best, Pooja. Just you know, like when I would even write down a little notebook. Um, I don't know, pay bills. Yeah. Get the car washed. I mean, just like menial tasks. But you know right. what? You go okay did it yeah baby oh yeah i was just gonna say i in college like i had like a notebook and it's like finish essay like read chapter and i would cross i even if i've already done it i'd cross it out and you feel like you did something you're like oh like you feel productive and he's right like we like to feel like we're progressing and it it motivates you to keep doing like the rest of your work totally no, I have a little to-do list every day. And I'm always like, yeah, bitch. Yeah. Ooh. Ugh. Even if it's yeah. talk to Winnie for 10 minutes. Yep. Yes. Nailed that. Wow. Talk to Winchenza. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He was wonderful. I hope you guys loved him. I know well, you will. We had a great talk afterwards. And um, yeah. yeah we, Kev's new bestie. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's uh, there's um, more to be done with for him. Yeah. And um, yeah. So, and I think what, and he even talked about, which again, we hear from everyone else is when you go and you serve other people, yes. he, right? He had something, but he had something <laughs> a yeah, little bit did. more poignant. 
He, it was another. That he said about it. Hold on, let me find. Let me find. The suffering stops when we serve something greater than ourselves. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. You know, I'm going. Boom. I'm actually even today. You know, because I'm. I think because I'm coming out of what you know, probably starting to mourn for our losses here, yeah. and, and just overall because everything's slowing down a little bit. So then that's the worst. Sometimes you you push, push, push. And then you go, oh, my goodness, and you get hit, and you start to go down a little bit. And then what pepped me up a little bit is that there's some people locally here that need my help. I'm like, no, I'm going over there just going to help. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go do some work on their house, and uh, and and I know that'll totally that'll make me feel better. You know, like when you can go and serve, serve others. Yeah. So anyway, okay, you guys, uh, I think this is uh, – someday we should rank – the episodes that give us the most lessons but this this has got to be up there definitely this has got to be up it's there. hard because everyone like and everyone takes lessons in different ways right it's yeah like everyone I yeah think everyone hears our... it at different times yeah. you have I mean, to hear it at the yeah. right time in your life so this may hit for most people but a couple people might have liked you know who, whomever so it's hard it's hard to rank but i definitely think that i mean he's just such an inspiring person yeah such an inspiring person when jedza agrees yep she does <laughs> Thank you, Chenza. Okay, so if Chenza could tell you our outline, she would, but she can't right now. She just rather smile like she is. So, Kelsey. <laughs> oh, am I wrapping it up? I think so. Oh, yeah, you guys. So, remember to be nice people, make good choices, my earbuds falling out, and be present. Yep, and let Weenie give you kisses. Yay! We love you guys. Hey, Hill Squad. We have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.